In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one true God. Today we hear a gospel which is, in terms of the healing gospels, something that has some similarity to the gospel of the transfiguration where we see God made human, our Lord Jesus Christ, so that humans might be made divine, so that we might share divine life, be filled with the radiance and the glory of God, to be made gods. And we have an indication because we see that Peter, James, and John go up, go with our Lord Jesus Christ into this place. The same three apostles that were on the mountain of transfiguration. And we see that same inside and outside. Below we see our Lord Jesus Christ even being rebuked by Peter for saying that he's going to be crucified. And up on the mountain we see the glory of God going up the mountain. That He predicts that he will be crucified. He foretells that he will be crucified. And then going down the mountain again he foretells that he will be crucified. But then up on the mountain he shows that he is full of light and full of life overflowing with light and overflowing with life. Here we see in this gospel, we see the crowd pressing him, and we see the woman who touches the hem of his garment, the outside of his garment, and she is cleansed of her flow of blood which she had suffered for, suffered with for 12 years. A full number. A number which we see elsewhere to describe the 12 tribes of Israel. So she is some suffering for a very full time. As it were, she is suffering for the whole history of Israel. As a symbol of the whole history of Israel. Where our God shows himself to people for their salvation. But the fullness is not just in dealing with some sickness. But in the end, we see it when he raises the girl who is 12 years old. He raises her from the dead. So our Lord Jesus Christ gives us this revelation that he has come to raise up anew all people and not just ameliorate our condition. 
She was raised, she was healed of her sickness by her faith. And our Lord tells Jairus, believe, have faith, and she will be made well. Not just made well, be made alive again. So she is made well and healed of her suffering. But this girl is raised from the dead. Because this is what our Lord comes to do. And he deals with us in many ways throughout our life by dealing with particular problems that we have, the problems that we bring to him all the time, the problems which seem to be long-lasting, which... You know, the problems which you come, you know, we all come to confession and we say the same things over and over again. But what he comes to truly do is to heal us once and for all of death and to heal us not just of death, but to heal us once and for all of our skepticism about life, of our doubt that we can have life, which is more than the stuff that we live it with now. In that whole history of Israel, God had been constructing a place of healing, but it was not in the end going to be a place of healing for little tiny illnesses, every particular illness, But in the end, it was to be a place of healing for the whole human being, to see the whole human being restored to life, raised from the dead. In a way that surpasses what what we understand about our health, what we understand about our lives all total. He is going to raise us completely and utterly all of what we are that can be redeemed. All of what he made us to be is going to be resurrected from the dead. And so the woman touches the hem of his garment, but he goes into the inner space to see this girl. It's not just the edge of his garment, not just a small healing, but he goes into the inner space where he will heal the whole human being of death and of doubt about his life and light and goodness. He goes into that inner space where the girl is to heal us body, soul, and mind. He comes in to heal us. And what happens when he goes in to heal that girl? of death to raise her from the dead. They laugh. They mock him. It's the same laugh that Sarah has when she's hiding inside the tent and she thinks, well, I'm hidden from God. And she's hiding inside the tent saying, I'm hidden from God and I really don't believe that he's going to make a hundred-year-old woman have a child. And she laughs. 
And God says, you did laugh. And she said, no, I didn't. But you did laugh. And then when she has the child, she says, yes, this child is my laughter. Rebuking me for my lack of faith. That God can give life to the dead. So this is what we have to have faith in. And this is his revelation that comes to us that penetrates through all the superficialities, all the small, scattered thoughts that we have, all the ways that we want to control our lives, meaning the life that we live from now until we die. And he comes into our hearts to say, this will not be it. No, stop laughing. Don't make fun of it. This will not be it. This is just a small thing. It's as if you know you only want to bother me about what's the fringe of my garment. You would just want a healing. Now, one had faith, so she had real faith. It's not to belittle what she wanted. She had real faith. But it was a, a limited thing. And it's even if the whole of our life, we feel some problem in the whole of our life, even that is a small thing. It's as if we're just touching the edge of his garment and saying, heal us. But what he really wants to do is come into our hearts, into the inner space, and to heal us from even more than we understand. To heal us of our false understanding of ourselves. Of our false understanding of what our life is and what our problems are. To heal us so that we come to a true resurrection of our bodies, eventually, and of our minds and our hearts now. So that we can look at our folly. We can look at all the ways that we cynically laugh at what God tells, he's go- tells us he's going to do to us in restoring us to our goodness and our greatness and to paradise and to the kingdom of heaven. So we look at all that doubt and we laugh at it, not take it so seriously. That we laugh at it with God. We laugh at it with life. We laugh at it with the very resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and the very resurrection of our bodies, our souls, and our minds, which is given to us by the Holy Spirit, which can even go right out of the edge of the garment of our Lord Jesus Christ 
But how much more when he comes into the inner space and he says to us, as he passes by all of our mocking of his goodness, he comes into the inner space and he says, Rise! And so let us rise with prayer, with thanksgiving, with joy. Let us rise new. Let us rise understanding the whole of what we are to be and not just the many different parts. Let us be wholly restored and raised by Him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one true God.